What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. What's going on, everybody? It's Johnny King with another episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm stoked because I've got my good buddy in the house, John Fuller. What's up, man? What's up, brother? Uh, so good. He is, uh, this will probably air weeks later, but tonight he's going to be speaking at my Meeting of Men, my June Meeting of Men event here in Denver, Colorado. Uh, thanks for being here, man. And he is, you are, as if you're not here. <laughs> Shh, don't tell anyone. He's a transformational coach. What's up, what's up? Yeah, yeah, amongst many different <laughs> things. A father of four boys, a uh, husband to amazing woman, cat. Um, huge part of your community in Salt Lake. And you've got, uh, you work with people all over the country, all over the world, wouldn't yeah. you say? Yeah, mostly country. Mostly the country. Can't wait till we can sail over the world. Yeah, yeah, that too. Looking forward to that. We've been chatting for the last like couple hours, <laughs> <laughs> and we just decided to press record. Uh, and if we could have captured everything we just talked about, that would have been really good stuff too. Oh man, that would have been a part one, part two, and then this is part three. So yeah. hopefully we're warmed up, and this is a warm up for tonight's conversation. And tonight's conversation at the meeting of men is going to be what. A little bit about the con being conscious or unconscious. Yeah, we're going to be talking about consciousness versus living a conscious life versus living an unconscious life. Going to be really talking about diving in deep, not but really keeping it surface, but diving in deep on that. What does that mean, though, being conscious yeah, versus yeah. not conscious? Being aware of everything that's going on around you and how you react to those things. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the big thing. Uh, there's a lot in life that comes our way. And as Tony Robbins talks about all the time, we get to choose whether it's happening to us or for us. And yeah. I, I don't know if he's the first one that ever said that. He's the first one I ever heard say that. Yeah. A lot of people have said it since. But allowing life to happen for you, looking at life and understanding what's going on so that you can make choices and de decisions rather than reacting to everything going on. Mm -hmm. So when you're unconscious, you're living in this state of, of reaction mm -hmm. where you react to everything. When you're living a conscious life, I think of that as living a creative life Yeah. where we get to choose what happens and we create the next step. What's next? Which is what we've been talking about for the last That's couple hours, <laughs> 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 which is pretty, which is pretty fun. Oh my gosh. Um, but you shared with me that give the synopsis of that parable or whatever. Oh the, yeah. Yeah. Can you, can you think of it? Yeah. Off the top of your head? Oh, absolutely. <coughs> Recite that for, for the listeners and watchers. Because it's a good one. So I was, I was, little background just yeah. to kind of give guys an idea. I was, Please. I'm, I'm always looking to see what I can do to kind of better my life too, and that's kind of a, a hope for me is like let's all together learn and grow and get better together. Let's become better men together. Yeah. Let's become better people together. How can we do this to get better? And and so I was having some conversations with some f dear friends of mine 
that are also coaches in their own right. So, you know, that's powerful, right? Because you, you're actually getting help from people that are used to helping others mm -hmm. and they're asking you the questions and you're like, oh my gosh, this person's coaching me right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just a relationship. So that's mm -hmm. what happens. But um, we were just talking about what's next in life and, and where I was headed because that's obviously it's me. Mm. And my friend sent me this parable and um, this big CEO guy down in Mexico, fishing boat, boat pulls up, guy hops out, he's got a couple of fish and he compliments him. He says, oh my gosh, you have great fish right there. And he's like, you know, why don't you pull in more fish? And he's like, this is all I need for my family. Mm -hmm. For his like, immediate I, needs. Yeah, yeah. I live a good life. I wake up late, I go fishing. I come back, spend time with my kids, spend time with my wife, go play with my band in town, drink some wine. It's a good life. Mm -hmm. And he goes, you catch the best fish. You could grow this thing. I could teach you. I could help you grow this into a multi-million dollar business. And he lays out the plan and all the things. And then he says to him, okay, so the, you know, the fisherman says to him, okay, so then what? And he's like, well, then you become a millionaire. And he's like, okay, and, and then what? And he goes, well, then you retire to a small fishing village and you go fish for fun and you hang out, you sleep late and you hang out with your kids and your wife and you sip wine and play in a band mm -hmm. with your friends. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, do we already have everything that we want right now, but we're just so busy chasing this thing up here? I don't know, man. You know, having heard that, that my first thought goes to, and maybe it pushes up against <laughs> the programming of being an American and, an entrepreneur and everything mm. else that comes with, you know, living, living the way that we live in a first world country where there's never, <laughs> there's never enough, you know, we're, right. we're consumers of everything that the first thought comes to like, <sighs> I don't know, like, is that enough? And, and, and could I actually be satisfied with just, you know, just, just knowing that I have today's needs covered mm. or do I need greater levels of, of, security because i'm scared yeah you know so we talked a little bit about that yeah. before we started recording but what 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 do you what was the biggest draw out of that when you first heard that that story when i first heard that story the friend who introduced it to me we were talking it was nine or ten o'clock in the morning we were riding our mountain bikes when most people were out working we mm -hmm. were riding our mountain bikes mm -hmm. and i was going to go home and spend time with my family and mm -hmm. spend some time with my wife. And that's kind of how that whole conversation came up is, you know, what the, what the day's activities were. Um, I try and do a lot of my work on a four day work week, Monday mm -hmm. through Thursday, mm -hmm. catch up what I need to on a Friday, but t then Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays tend to be a little bit more low key, a little mm -hmm. bit more family time and, mm -hmm. and things like that. So here I am on the mountain with him and we're talking about what's the next step. And, you mm -hmm. know, and talking about abundance and, and creation of, of having more abundance mm -hmm. and, and I'm with you cause that we want that, right? We want to have abundance. We want to have security. We want to have safety, but are we doing that at the sacrifice of loving and enjoying the moment that we live in? Are we no longer present mm -hmm. because we're so busy looking to tomorrow to next week, the week after that. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where it started. We were on this mountain and we were just talking about, you know, Look at the lives we live. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I've literally had people, I've had CEOs of businesses look at my life and go, dude, I know I make more than you, but I wish I had your life. Mm -hmm. 
I'm so busy. I travel all the time. I don't get to see my kids. I don't mm-hmm. get to see my wife. I'm airport to airport, hotel to hotel, business mm-hmm. meeting after business meeting. I wish I had your life. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hmm. yeah. isn't that interesting? Yeah. Which is the tagline that I'm on my T-shirt, Yeah, which I'll bring out because I'll probably say that a hundred times now and tonight because that's just something that I say now. It says, isn't, isn't that interesting? Curiosity. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I love it. Ultimately, because um, like we were talking about using that analogy of working out in the gym, there's the fine line. You know, we, if we just, mm. that, and, and I've talked about it on, on other podcast episodes by myself, it's like there's there's times where I'm like, ah, I hate the stress and the pressure I put on on myself. Sometimes I just want to completely check out. Okay. And I wish at times that I, I could be okay with just gaming my life away <laughs> every single night, <laughs> jumping on a headset like this with you and playing Fortnite all night, every night. <laughs> <laughs> there's part of me that just wants to do that, uh, you know, but there's the other part of me that, that shames myself, right? you know, for like, no dude, there's, you've got a bigger, a bigger destiny. Mm-hmm. You've got other things that are called upon on your heart. So yes, the whole, I think the point is if, if you're into gaming, I'm not, I'm not shaming gamers. No. Enjoy it. But if it becomes too much of an obsession or an addiction, that's where it becomes a challenge. Like where, where do we as Kings, as we work towards living a more abundant life, find that balance between not getting too physically or emotionally fat, mm. but also not pushing so hard that we injure ourselves or our relationships and everything else. There's that balance of the right amount of resistance, right? Totally. So where do you find it? Because you, you do in many regards, like you've got a great relationship with your wife, amazing kids, yeah. great community, yeah. live in Utah, beautiful area, yeah. you know? Um, a gazebo which you built <laughs> <laughs> you know that was a lot of work too. yeah it was <laughs> look like it thankfully I, I have some friends that are really strong could help because there's no way we we're going to do that on our own um oh man it, it's really interesting because i think people are constantly ch- chasing this balance yeah and i don't know if there's ever this might be another topic for another day but i don't know if there's ever really such a thing as complete balance yeah. there's always it's like that that analogy of the spinning plates right and they're all spinning and, and you're like, you just have to give attention to the one that's about yeah. to wobble off. Yeah. You know, is it balance? I don't know. But maybe your family needs a little more attention. Maybe your job needs a little more attention. Maybe you you need a little more attention. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need to give yourself some time and give yourself some grace. Mm-hmm. And if you need to go play Fortnite for a 24-hour stint and shut off all the rest <laughs> of your life because that's what you need. Yeah, then go for it. Go for it. But I, I find that's what's really interesting because – I know you're the same in this regard. It's like, I'll push. Yeah. I'll push all the time. And then in the back of my mind, I'm saying to myself, no matter how much I do, it's not enough. Mm-hmm. And so then I'll be like, okay, I'll, I'll plan time, right? I'll plan time to do something. And then in the back of my mind, it's not enough. I'm not doing enough. Well, I've got to get away. I've got to separate. Well, you can't take time. You mm-hmm. can't separate because mm-hmm. then you're going to be taking time away from this. And so lately in my life, I've really been focusing on being okay with being in the moment of whatever I'm doing. Mm-hmm. It is enough right in this moment, mm-hmm. whatever it is I'm doing. If it's time with my wife, if it's time with my kids, if it's working on my work mm-hmm. in that moment, mm-hmm. it's enough in that moment, whatever it is. I don't have to chase the next biggest thing. Yeah. It's just working and being calm mm-hmm. and okay with being in that moment. If that <coughs> makes any sense. Totally. And I think you're absolutely right. I, I feel like that's at the, 
the epicenter of my message and what I'm it just even my message to myself. Right. You know, which just happens to be an extension of meeting a man and my podcast mm. and my book and my mm. friendships. It's like there's there's that like yeah, there's just that balance of oh, like we were talking about that Tony Robbins talks about the, the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Because there's a cost if you just keep pushing, pushing, pushing. Right. But then there's also the cost if, if you're just only focused on fulfillment. Right. You know? Oh, man. Um, which would be like just going to the buffet every single day and not going and working out. There is that balance. It's two sides of the same coin, right? Um, and it's not, to your point, it's, 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 it's a balance from the standpoint that there are it keeps a coin, <laughs> a coin, because there are two sides to it. But there are times where you're gonna have to push. Mm, there are times absolutely. that you need to to shut down, and a lot of times you do have to push yourself, especially in this culture, to actually shut down, turn things off, check out, to turn be the phone conscious, off, turn the computer off, turn yes. the device off, yeah. step away, to be conscious. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Right. It's, I I just there's so many times as men we have this pressure. You and I were talking about this a while ago and it's like, it's almost like from the very beginning, men have this pressure on them that we have to succeed at a super high level. And if we're not, we're not good enough. Mm -hmm. And I know that that I was sharing with you just this example of, of learning about my great, great grandpa, I believe it was Mm -hmm. and how all of his kids felt like no matter what they did, it wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. And so that got passed down. And I felt that way a lot with my dad Mm -hmm. is no matter what I did as a kid, I wasn't doing enough. Mm -hmm. And then I real I found out I found this out like within the last few years. Mm. So that's kind of shifted my mind to where I'm like, oh my gosh, do my kids feel that way? And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, how important is it for me to take and slow down? And tonight we're going to be talking about how we react to a lot of things, like a lot of things that happen in our life, how we're going to react to those. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference of living consciously versus unconsciously. But taking those moments where you're like, oh, my gosh, okay, it's possible that unconsciously I'm putting this pressure on my kids that no matter what I do, it's not enough. Mm -hmm. And I don't want them to have that pressure for me. They're getting it enough out there. Mm -hmm. As men, we get it enough. You know, we got to rise up. We got to be the best. We got to step up. We're getting it from all sides. I want that home place for me to be a place where my kids feel like, okay, dude, I'm getting I know because they know. Everybody knows what they need to do. Mm-hmm. We don't need to tell anybody what they need to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. They, if they want to live, they got to have an income, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and then there comes a point where they got to, Oh, you know, I'm 18. I graduated from high school. What am I going to do next? Am I going to go to college? Am I going to go, you know, get a job somewhere? Am I going to go join the military? What am I going to do? Jimmy Johns, Jimmy Johns. That's what my kids do for, the rest, for the rest of your life. <laughs> Yeah, I sure. Hope they're right. there for the rest of the <laughs> Oh, yeah. But I would support them if they said to me, "Dad, I'm going to be a Jimmy John's. I'm going to work my way up. One day, I want to be. I think it's a franchise, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I want to. I want to own several of these stores. Hell yeah, go for it, kid. That makes sense. I would sense. be 100 percent behind that. Yeah, yeah. If he said I want to be a Jimmy John's delivery guy till I'm 80, I will love him. Mm-hmm. And I will ask him questions on the regular <laughs> to see if that's really what he wants to do out of right. life. But I know that's not. I mean, right. my son's already planning on going to college. Right. He's just doing the summer job of Jimmy John's for right now. So we'll right. see how that works out. Right. I think we, you know, it comes for me, it comes back to this idea of ego. Mm. An ego that is separate from, in my belief, source, God. Right. right. You know, Mother Nature, universe, whatever you want to, to label it as. I, I say God, but... Um, I do too. When so I feel like, yeah, yeah, when I feel like I have a separation from my creator, 
is where I start to, to get panicky that I have to create. I have to be the, the epicenter of creation. And that to me is where life gets so stressful and so like burdensome that at times I want to check out, not like suicide check out, right. although I'm sure for certain guys that right. has led to that, but I want to check out and stick my head in the sand and Netflix or game or just go out and eat. And like there's, there's that balance again, like I said, between being <clears throat> yes consciously aware and then overly conscious where, where it's almost too intense, you know, because it comes from a place of fear. And we were talking about that earlier, yeah, right? Yeah. Because sometimes when you get to that, when that consciousness moves up, it hurts. Yeah. It's like working out. Yeah. Right. And you go and you hit a heart in the gym and the next day you're like, man, I'm sore. Yeah. And there are moments as you move up in consciousness. And that's why we're, we're going to talk about that tonight as well. But we don't, we can't, well, I can't say, I, I hate, we'll try not to use this superlative here. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's very difficult to live your life in a conscious state all the time. Yeah. There are moments you are absolutely living in an unconscious state. That's yeah. just how it is. Yeah. And so it's what we realize is, okay, when we find ourselves in that unconscious state, what are we going to do then to move to awareness, move to creation? Yeah. Because you're right. There's, there are times and moments where we all do want to check out. And there are times and moments when people start visualizing. And, and I sure hope if you're watching this, that this is not one of, this is not your case. But there, I've, you know, you hear about the guys grabbing the gun, yeah, giving it a test run, yeah. And I'm like, I've had some people talk me through that process as we've talked and, yeah. and just connected and been like, yeah, man, I was like, I had the gun in hand, bullets, mm -hmm. I was mapping it out, mm -hmm. and I'm like, man, what a burden to carry, such a heavy burden to carry like that. And so, I mean, hopefully, as you get in a more conscious state you find that joy that comes from that mm -hmm. and that peace that comes from that. Mm -hmm. And you don't try and control it all. And that's where we talked a lot about that creator or I mean, the, yeah, the creator, right? Mm -hmm. The provider, mm -hmm. if you will, mm -hmm. God, whatever universe <coughs> is putting more up to that source mm -hmm. for strength rather than feeling like you have to do it on your own. Because when you feel like you have to do it all on your own, that's when you find yourself in despair, right. in fear, right. in in that moment of yeah, oh, over, so overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. I've been there all the time for me. Yeah, last week for me, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that yesterday? I mean, <laughs> yeah. that was yesterday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you see that car that pulled up? <laughs> I did. Oh man, we're John's a car guy. I'm a car guy. There's see that Mustang. Oh man, '64 Mustang right oh, there man. on a trailer. Sorry, it's like I just saw You're taking videos. Yeah, just pull up. I'm like. I lost. What were you saying? <laughs> what were we? Dude, that's not even a joke. Like for me, like people that know me really well know that I am like the total biggest car nut. So yeah. anybody watching this podcast, I apologize. But yeah. like I am like the biggest squirrel guy. I heard a motorcycle drive by a few minutes ago yeah, and I was just like, too. sport bike, V-twin. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just, Meanwhile, like, you're still talking. <laughs> my brain is. Uh, oh, that's oh. so great. That's so great. 64 Mustang for anyone that wonders. It looks like it's in great shape. What's under the hood? I don't know on that one because yeah. I can't see it from here. Oh, it's not like you. It's not stock. At that point, it's probably something that's been worked on. Or yeah, I don't even know. Mustangs aren't my, my favorite jam. Yeah. I just have respect for old cars and stuff. I saw the, the new Mustang SUV online the other day. The E. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mach-E or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. If 
if you like electric cars and you like Mustangs, that's your thing, man. I guess, but I like a Mustang <laughs> that's gas powered. I know right? of the way it sounds, <laughs> right? You know. Oh, that's a true dilemma. True. Yeah. Anyways, we could talk about that all day long too, because yeah. tonight's in a room full of nice cars, right? Yep. Yep. That's that's the only reason I agreed to come out here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! I'm like I don't really care. No, that's not true. Yeah, yeah. I don't really care about anything else. I just want to see the sweet cars. It does help, though. It does help. It's Absolutely. like there's like artwork around oh, us, man. you know. Well, yeah, and I, and most of us have an appreciation for that kind of beauty. Yeah, I, I but isn't that interesting? Because we were talking about. <clears throat> oh yeah. We were talking about that. That like, the, again, going back to the ego. The ego will say, "I need to have." a Ferrari mm. or a Lambo or whatever <clears throat> to communicate my success to other people. Where for you and I, I mean, we have nice cars and yet the older I get, the more secure I get, the more I don't care. The, the, the more of a challenge that I have with being on social media to quote unquote show my life. Right. Cause I'm like, I don't, I don't care what anybody thinks. I don't care what anyone thinks. Right. I don't give a fuck. Right. Part of my language. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> so that's that's the balance of like I actually hate social media in some regards because I don't have the drive to to let Joe Schmo in on my life. Not because I don't care about them, but because I don't think that it's just my life, yeah. right? And so there's that balance when it comes to to social media. But when we're talking about the ego, like. Do I want to have a, a nice car because I like driving nice cars and the pure pleasure of <laughs> because I, I love to just accelerate. Oh. I have a Porsche, right? Right. <clears throat> and so I like to accelerate in that yep. thing, especially with the girlfriend and her son, because of the smiles and the way that they right? might be just hanging out and all of a sudden, Wah! you know, <laughs> just the, the pure giggling yeah. and laughter that comes like that's to me the the fun of it. And and taking a corner. Yeah. And going up the yes. canyon to feel oh, the feeling, the right? Feeling, it's that feeling. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> and and that's the interesting thing we were talking about earlier too, because there's a lot of people that will be like, "I need to have this car mm -hmm. to let everybody else know," but that comes from a place of insecurity. Mm -hmm. It's okay to have nice things, and I think that's the that's the conflict too, yes, right? Because then conflict. then it's like, okay, well, I don't, I love cars, but I don't deserve a nice car, right? Because I don't want other people to perceive me as this way yeah. or maybe, I mean, uh, let's get to it a little bit. You know, a lot of times we don't feel like we deserve yeah. good things, yeah. nice things. Yeah. I don't deserve good things to come into my life because of X, Y, Z, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it might mm -hmm. be. And, and, and I just look at that and I'm like, why not have the nice car? Mm -hmm. Go buy. If you love cars, go buy cars. Mm -hmm. If you're a shoe person, go buy the nicest shoes. If mm -hmm. you like sunglasses, go buy them. But make sure it comes from in here that you love that <coughs> for you. Yep. Not because you want to show the entire world about it because mm -hmm. when it moves to that ego state, like we were talking about, that's a whole shift mm -hmm. of energy and flow and, and everything. And then those things become our crutches almost, right? <laughs> things that we identify with. Yeah. That mask the, the true vulnerability mm -hmm. of who, who we are deep down in our soul, you know, because to your point, leaving the the huge tip you know to some to a someone who's a server or um <laughs> seeing a cat stuck in a in a tree or going to help someone you know who's blown a tire on the side of the highway like those things are actually what truly give us true fulfillment yeah versus the bling bling like yeah. there's nothing wrong with the bling bling again like we talk if if you really enjoy it but it ha it has everything to do with your come from right right which I do feel like plays into this whole conversation of consciousness versus unconscious mm. because we can oftentimes be so 
unconscious because we're playing to the ego. You know, so I have to get the house. I have to get the car. I have to have the trophy spouse. I have to have the <clears throat> the the chief operating whatever in front <laughs> of our C. Yeah, the C. This came up just a reference point because of the title of VP of Sales has now become like chief sales officer, chief revenue officer, and mm-hmm. that has a lot more to do with ego than it does anything else. Mm-hmm. Because for the longest time, when it came to sales, that was always like a VP role for a lot of companies, and I'm mm-hmm. sure it's still that same mm-hmm. way, but now you get all these guys that are like, well, I need to be C and mm-hmm. have the C in front. Why mm-hmm. do you need the C? Mm-hmm. What's the C show, really? I mean, even we, you and I were talking before we started recording this, and it's like, Johnny asked me, he's like, well, what are you? I'm like, I'm a transformation coach, but I wish we didn't have to have titles. Mm -hmm. You know, what does that title show? What I really want is just everybody to know when they talk to me that I love you. Mm -hmm. And I love giving hugs and I would love nothing more than to give. I would love to set up a booth like in a big city that says free hugs right here. Mm. You know, nowadays I probably have to have them sign a waiver and all the different things that go along with it. But I'm like, just come get your hug, man. Yeah, and just yeah. like, just like let that love just like show forth to people because that's, that's what it's about, man. When we're, when we're connecting with people authentically and we're moving from that unconscious to that conscious state, our relationships are better. Mm-hmm. Our life is better. Mm-hmm. It's not easier because shifting from the unconscious to the conscious is hard sometimes. It sucks. Yep. If I'm being honest, it sucks sometimes because you're like, you you as you move up, you start realizing more and more things, and you're like, oh. and that goes back to the point you were making earlier. Sometimes it's like, man, can I just go back to the old me, mm-hmm. the one that was just kind of like an arrogant jerk sometimes, and I didn't even know I was doing it, mm-hmm. it just came across that way because <coughs> mm-hmm. that guy was easier life, but it wasn't really easier anyway, right? No, there's nothing easier about that. No, it's just that when we when we raise our standards, mm-hmm. it becomes. Um, it can oftentimes feel like there's more pressure. Yeah. There's more overwhelm. Like that's, that's a big part of <clears throat> my uh, challenge. My, the, the biggest fight that I feel like myself and a lot of men are up against is the fight against mediocrity. Mm. And I do feel like it's that fight against unconscious. The, the unconscious is settling for eh, good yeah. enough, you it's know, enough. and it's very easy to just stay, you know, keep your, your standards here. We were talking about that. Like, income and relationships and health like there is part of of what's wired into the you know human dni dna male or female is the desire to keep growing Mm. right but then there's always that that fight against okay if i actually were to surrender away this fear this scarcity this uh self just you know depreciating self-talk right all the things that we do that we think are motivating ourselves because we think, well, w- without those things, will I just become another, like, bump on a log? Mm. I think it's the, actually the opposite. Because for me, I've noticed that love is easy when, when you actually get all the stuff out of the way. Right. It's challenging to, to stay in fear. It's, it's more difficult, and I think I've saw that maybe, like, on yours or Kat's post. Like, choose your hard. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because being overweight and fat <laughs> is hard. It's difficult. Yeah. It is. They're sweating their asses off all the time. <laughs> they're out of breath. They can't. They're not mobile, not right? That's just around a, with your kids. You're right. not living a better life. Right. I think. I think that's the thing too. Like, in my heart, I just want to help everybody. Yeah. Live a better life. Yeah. Go to that next level. Yeah. Break free of that fear that you're talking about. 
and let go and see what's possible. Yeah. See what's possible because I really truly believe that everybody down deep in their heart, yeah. they have this spot that they're like, I can do more. Yeah. I am more. Not I can do more. I am more. Mm -hmm. And we get caught in that rut of wake up, go to work, come home, take care of whatever the menial life is. Or And, and don't, don't misunderstand that, right? Because I know that a lot of times that includes our relationships with our spouses and, and significant others and, and our kids and those kinds of things. But that's such a short time frame in our mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. Wake up, go to work, spend the day working, mm -hmm. come home to what? To just the, I'm so tired, I'm going to go sit in front of the TV with a beer and watch a show. Mm -hmm. You know, Everybody's different, but that's kind of what so many people get caught in. And then there's no time for what's next. In my heart, in my heart of hearts, I know that I have more. <laughs> I have more to give. I have more to right. do. How do I get out of this? Mm -hmm. What question? And, and that's where having, you know, groups like the meeting of men and all these other things just really help us ask questions mm -hmm. and allow us to kind of peel back those layers and really mm -hmm. find out what really is in our heart so that we can move forward mm -hmm. and be better mm -hmm. because when we're better, guess what we do? We have more capacity to give and help and serve. We just have it more mm -hmm. and, and truly it's whatever brings you there. If it's your ego that brings you there in the first place, there will be a point in everyone's life when they will have that crossroads and they have to choose ego or service mm -hmm. and, you know, doing it just for them or doing it for other people. Mm -hmm. And, and when you get to that point, you hopefully, you know, we're choosing to, but as we grow, those opportunities grow too. So that's my point is, yeah, maybe we got there through ego to this big place with lots of influence, but then what are we going to do now that we're there? Right. How are we going to, are we, are we going to be good people and become the best version of ourselves? Or are we just going to take advantage of people and step on people and mm -hmm. go buy all the cool things and show everybody how cool we are? Mm hmm because you and I have already talked about that. It's at the end of the day, you go to bed and you don't feel any better. Mm -hmm. You really don't. Mm -hmm. There's nothing at the end of that road, not long term. Right. Looking, looking for the the answer to "Am I enough?" <clears throat> looking for the answer outside of ourselves. Yeah. That's what it is. It's the search for um, pleasure, which is always outside of ourselves. Right. In a new car, or a drug, or a woman, or a man, or a job. You know, or when when I when I achieve or Ooh. acquire this, then I will be enough. Then I will be enough. <clears throat> right. Then I will be truly happy. Right. Oh. As if it's an outside game, outside in game. It's all. It, I think the whole idea around becoming kings, and this for for what I what I'm doing at least because this is my own journey. Right. Someone I on a side tangent, I, I met someone. <laughs> I and, love this idea. Yeah, and she was like. Uh, interesting podcast. So, so what? What makes you qualified to be able to to have to be a host of Becoming Kings podcast? I'm like, because I have a pulse. You know, <laughs> I she's thought like, of the name. <laughs> yeah, she's like, well, but it sounds like you would have to be, you know, a king to be able to. I'm like, no, actually, not at all. That's that's why it's. Isn't that the exact opposite? Yes, it's becoming, becoming, growth. Yes becoming vision becoming creation kings yes and we're doing it together yes it's not i am already here right come be with me yeah. it's hey we're becoming kings together yes and so. what is and what is kings resemble for me at least is like a king is someone who has abundance in all areas of I his life that. that's just how the quick little synopsis of it and so for me is but a 
but true abundance, because we've seen this how many times, people that are, have crazy success and yet they're either killing themselves, yep. you know, or they're deeply unfulfilled or they're doing horrible things to other people, yep. right? Sexually abusing because they're so, they're living from their shadow masculine, especially men, you know, who give the rest of us <laughs> a horrible name, right? <laughs> and they're bouncing from relationship to relationship, whatever right. that looks like. Right, right. It's just all over the place. Right. In, in their social life, in their work, in their intimate life, everything is just bounce, 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 bounce. Let me ask you this question, though, yes. because I've gotten this from some of my friends who feel like, Johnny, it seems intense and exhausting that you're constantly focused on becoming more. Hmm. You know, as if uh, more presupposes that there is currently less, Right. And so the question is, like, why, why is there always so much focus on growth for you, Johnny? Why can't you just be happy? That's them, as, that's them assuming, then, that you're not happy. Right. And from knowing you and, and from just conversations and things, we can be in the moment and be 100% completely happy, mm -hmm. but still want to grow. Mm-hmm. We still want to be better. Right. Why? Because for me, that's where for everyone is different, right? Mm -hmm. But for me, as I get better, my ability to help others maybe have a light bulb moment or have a shift in thinking or have something change in their life, that grows. Mm -hmm. When I'm better, I can be a better example to my kids. Mm -hmm. I can be a better spouse to my wife. And I'm super happy with those relationships. Mm-hmm. But if I get to be better, how amazing is that? Right, right. And, and then it, it spills over to everything. That is interesting that they said that to you. Mm -hmm. So I, I love asking following up questions with questions. Which would be what would be one of yours? So one of my questions would be that question of, do you assume that I'm unhappy now? Or even shifting it so that they'll think a little bit more about it. Yeah. What makes you think I'm not happy right now? Mm-hmm getting an idea of what they're thinking mm -hmm. around that. My new puppy. He's having, he's dreaming. <laughs> I know. That's he's awesome. He's starting to do that. My little nine, nine week old puppy is over there asleep and he starts to like bark and run in his sleep. <laughs> <laughs> he's the cutest little guy. So too. cute. Yes. You need to do a podcast on that. Anyway, I should, I should just do a podcast or just a video podcast where it's just me holding him the whole time. No words. Just 45. Yeah, we're talking about you, buddy. 40, Come here. 45 minutes long. Come here. Oh, oh stretch. Yeah. Come here, bud. <gasps> Come here. Come here. Hey. Uh, if, you're okay. if you're only listening to this, you don't get to see this, but you got to go to the, the video on YouTube. Oh, this is my little guy, Mando. Mandalorian. He's the best. He's the best. Dude. I totally the won the lottery on this guy. Um, <sighs> of course, he... <laughs> Do you have any clue what you were about to ask? Yes, right yes, yes. <laughs> um, oh, I would, I would, I would ask the follow-up question. Oh, you're getting down. Don't chew on those wires, buddy. I would ask, what does personal development? How would you define growth? Ooh. Because I think there's a lot of people, probably not people that are listening to this. No, I, right. You know, these are probably not the people that come home, crack a beer, watch TV every night. Right. Although I will, I will watch my fair share of Netflix. Don't get me wrong. You know, that is one of my guilty <laughs> pleasures for sure. And sometimes can be too much of an addiction. <laughs> that said, I do feel like some people look at personal growth and they push away from it because they're like, they think it's only f to be fixed. Isn't that interesting? Right. Where I see it as flossing. 
I see it as exercising the gym. Because if I don't floss, if I don't exercise the gym, I am not a happy person. It balances me out. It helps me just, it just itches that, that I think that desire to constantly grow, you know? I'm going to throw this out there too, because I learned this from one of my mentors. She asked that she said to us, she goes, what if you're not a problem to be fixed? What if there's nothing to fix? Mm Mm-hmm. Like everything that we look at, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, what if they're really, what if I'm not a problem to fix? You're not a problem to fix. Yeah. So if we're doing personal development, not to fix something, but rather to create something, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're moving from that unconscious to that conscious state. Right, right there in that moment, because yeah. it's no longer, a, 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 you know, I'm trying to fix me. Mm-hmm. And I think so many people, I mean, look, I've hung out with enough guys we talk, we're like fixers, right? Yeah. That's like in the DNA wiring, like I'm a fixer. Yep. What's that mean? Yep. I got to like fix stuff. I yeah. got to make sure stuff works. Mm-hmm. All this stuff in my house, I got to fix it. Relationships got to fix it. And half the time we fix stuff with like a sledgehammer, right? <laughs> yeah. We just come in and smash it yeah. and fixed. Yep. But what if there's nothing to fix? Right. What if all of a sudden there's nothing to fix in that sense, right? Mm-hmm. Now, okay, if you want to call changing the light bulb, fixing something, if you are actually repairing a car i guess we're fixing it Mm -hmm. that's fine but i'm saying like all of those other areas of life what if what if you're not a problem to be fixed Mm -hmm. so now we're not doing personal development because we're trying to fix something we're doing it because we want to become better but you're right so many people look at that and they go defense mechanism i'm not broken i don't need this Mm -hmm. i don't need to go to this event i don't need to learn this i don't need to study this why not you got it all figured out. Mm-hmm. All your relationships are awesome. You're making more money than you've ever made. You're in the best health of your life. Mm-hmm. Everything's like top shelf. And if that if that's the case, mm-hmm. good for you. Mm-hmm. Good for you. That means there's help people you can go help mm-hmm. if you're truly in that space. But for most of it, it's we're just getting better together. Yes, dude. We don't. I, I don't <laughs> have it all figured out. Right. You, I mean, literally last week. It was the last week? Probably two weeks ago. I had a huge conversation with my wife and Kat and I just call it figuring stuff out. And our kids are like, Oh, you guys are fighting. We're like, <laughs> we're both, my wife and I are both passionate people. And so it's kind of funny because we're like working through some stuff and we come out of our bedroom and we're like, fine. Yeah. We're totally like life is good. Yeah. All is well. Yeah. Cause we just sorted it out. Yeah. And, and my kids are like stressed out and they're like, Oh, you guys are fighting. What's going to happen? <laughs> we're like nothing. Yeah. We just already worked it out. Yeah. It's already, it's already done. <laughs> I don't want to have to choose which house I live at, mom or dad. Dude, I had a kid say that. I, had a kid say, I can't believe you said that because, like, truly, he said that. And we're like, what are you talking about, yeah, bud? Yeah. And he had, like, camped out in front of the bedroom door. Yeah. And because we were down in our office talking, and then we saw all the kids, like, slowly walking in front of the office. <laughs> so we're, like, scoot upstairs to our yeah, bedroom, and yeah. we, like, close the door, and we're talking. And literally, I come, we're done, open yeah. up the door, and he's sitting out in the hall just bawling. Yeah. Mm. we're like, what's going on, buddy? Mm. We're just asking him some questions. Like, yeah. I don't want to have to choose. Mm. What are you choosing? Whose house I'm going to live in? We're like, what? But see, that goes to show you how many, how they're picking up. And how old is he? He's, he's your youngest. 12. 
Oh, no, he's, he's my second. He's your second. 12. He's twelve, but still, right? Mm. What has he noticed from all of his other broken yes. home families yes. that have set that fear in him already mm. that if mom and dad are fighting, it's going to lead to divorce? Versus what I think is healthy to actually see, let your children see conflict resolution. Yes, amongst married, loving spouses, oh right? And then to be better because of it. You know, walk out of that room and go, "We are better." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's powerful, but I can see how a little twelve-year-old brain. Yeah, eight, nine, ten. Uh, how we we're just not mature enough to see what was going on there. You know, I, I love that point that you said though too, because that plays into what we're seeing outside. Yeah, that plays into society a lot, right? We walk outside and and we can work on these things inside of our home, and we can say that, and then our twelve-year-old goes outside and he sees mm-hmm. his friend mm-hmm. whose house he's going to, and you know, she's. This week she's with her parents here, mm-hmm. and next week she's gone to her parents over there. So mm-hmm. he won't see her next week, but he'll get to see her this week. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and it's like those are the conversations that kids are having more and more and more now. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I mean to put a little plug out there, that is definitely something that my wife and I have talked about because we have been married for twenty years. Twenty years, the end of the month, June 29th is the twentieth. Yes, we're pretty stoked Amazing. about it. But but they're just. We need to be having more open conversations about all of our relationships, including those that are closest. Mm-hmm. And how can we work through it? Because if if we're quick to go unconscious and when we're in that unconscious state, we're choosing paths that we wouldn't probably normally choose. And mm-hmm. it starts unconscious and it just goes down and down and down this rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, you find yourself completely out in left field and you didn't even plan on being there in the first place. <laughs> and before you know that... Yeah then you're like your relationship's over yeah and you're like what just happened this yeah. spiraled yeah and and it's this is not me talking down or bad about this i hope that that's not how it comes across mm-hmm. for me it's truly like how can we have better conversations mm-hmm. how can we as people slow down a little bit you've heard that quote from victor frankl i know i'm seen the book in your house so yeah. i know but it's <laughs> there's a space between stimulus and response mm-hmm. And in that space is when we get to choose what happens. Mm -hmm. And so stimulus, something happens, it comes in, there's a space, and then the response that we give to it. Mm -hmm. And so many times in that, we get rid of the space. Mm. Stimulus, response, Mm -hmm. world comes to an end. Mm -hmm. Or at least in the mind of a 12-year-old boy Mm -hmm. who's listening in on his parents' conversation outside of their Mm -hmm. bedroom. It's Mm -hmm. like, what's going on? So. Mm -hmm. But that is, again, that's the evolution, I think, of the brain. Oh, yeah. Right? But it goes to show how much we can be run and and (laughs) ruled by our stories we create as youngsters. Oh, man. Right? And so you you listening to this may have, chances are good since we all have them, our own limiting beliefs that have all come from our childhood, right, that we put into place and have been – have been running the show unconsciously. Yep. Right. Yep. And that's what you have to do is you have to bring those limiting beliefs to the surface to where they become conscious, Mm. right? You're conscious of them. Then you have to eradicate them and put in new, more empowering beliefs. Right. Yep. Because I feel like the, the, the bigger challenge is ultimately even as like, I mean, you can see it in children, but then we become like grown-up version of still children, <laughs> right? And we're just in bigger bodies <laughs> in many in many regards, you know. Mm. But that 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 thought that your son was having is just a it's just a very primal driven need, mm. which is oftentimes very conscious. I'm sorry, un- unconscious, unconscious yep. which is pain move away. Yep. 
right? But we, that's what makes us so fascinating as a species, Yes. you know, is that I go, I literally pay a membership to go into a, a space where there are machines that I inflict pain <laughs> onto myself and I so it. that I can grow. <laughs> yeah, and so do I. Because of the meaning I've associated yeah, to it, yeah. right? But also because my parents were both overweight mm. growing up. Isn't that interesting? And my mom passed away from being overweight. And my dad, you know. So all of that, again, that's maybe a, it still needs to be worked on, that story around, yeah. you know, identity and fitness and health. But all of this to me is, is still coming back around to the same conversation of being conscious, consciously choosing mm. the meanings we make of life so that we can be, you know, the the creators of our own destiny. Ooh versus allowing the the rest of our lives to literally just be a knee-jerk reaction to to pain. I love that. Right? Dude, you should like record that piece. I should have just a podcast. Put, you should maybe you should. That okay. would be amazing. Okay. But that little <laughs> snippet is like amazing. Uh, Anybody that's watching this or listening to this, <laughs> rewind that. Listen, <laughs> I'm serious. Rewind that and listen to that part again. Cuz that was that I I love that. I I love that we get to grow mm -hmm. we get to that's amazing isn't it yeah we get this opportunity yeah. to be better yeah we're not fixed <laughs> we're not stuck in the same mm. spot we always were we can decide today to change and become a better version of ourselves mm -hmm. we can do it right now in that moment done <laughs> move forward mm -hmm. and it's hard at times mm -hmm. and there's times we fall back and then there's so much of that shame and guilt and frustration that just gets tied up. Totally. I mean, I talk about this all the time, especially when it comes to like health and I mean, we've had these conversations, but mm -hmm. just that mindset of, of just like shifting mm. from guilt and shame and frustration to choice mm -hmm. and power and creation. Mm -hmm. And as we can do that, and those things no longer have power over us, mm -hmm. we can we gain strength in so many areas of our lives. I've seen people that have literally taken their health in their body, started to transform their health, and that has changed everything. Mm -hmm. Everything. They go get a new job. They have more mm -hmm. confidence. Mm -hmm. they, their, their relationships, if they have good relationships, are strengthened. If they don't have a relationship and that's what they're looking for, they're able to find people yeah. because they're becoming. I love that word becoming. Right? Mm -hmm. That is such a powerful word. We're becoming. I mean, my, my wife and I put up, you know, some pictures of some of our clients and people that we've worked with. And a lot of people call them before and afters. Mm -hmm. And we've actually called, we call them before and becoming. Mm -hmm. Because it's not a before and after. There's mm -hmm. never an end destination for this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As we focus on getting better, there's never an end destination. Mm -hmm. But we do have to give ourselves that space between stimulus and response. 100%. And sometimes it might be a whole day. Mm -hmm. What if it's... I hope it's not, but what if it's a week mm -hmm. of our lives? Mm -hmm. I mean, if, if the choice is literally fall into a, a, a state of total despair or take that time and process what you're thinking and feeling, mm -hmm. process away, man, mm -hmm. so that you can move forward. Mm -hmm. And and we're just we're so busy forcing everybody to got to decide right now. Everything's right now, right? Mm -hmm. Drive up at the drive up window and be like, 
Mm-hmm. You know, what do you mm-hmm. want? You mm-hmm. got 30 seconds to place your order because there's 10 cars behind you. <laughs> They're going to start honking if you look at this menu more than 15 seconds, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's just how we're conditioned is always everything so fast, 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 mm-hmm. fast, fast. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, can we slow it down a little bit? Mm-hmm. Can we literally slow our lives down a little bit to where we're we're taking everything that comes in and we're going, hmm, isn't that interesting? And I didn't wear this shirt as a plug for that. It just kind of happenstance but you know what i mean it's no i mean at the root of that obviously is just curiosity yeah which is what i feel like that's that's to me the spice of life is to be is, curious so cool. yeah you know because of so much of life we take for granted yeah you know uh because it just works it's there you know and then we have a pandemic Oof. and that then we start realizing you know like well actually why was i doing those things right And what comes to the surface (laughs) a lot of times is the pain that we've been using a lot of other things to distract ourselves from, you know, uh, but to get curious about, this is what I feel like the podcast and what we talk about, what we'll do tonight is all about. is like getting men to ask the question. Cause if we, if we just go by old masculine paradigms, a provision and protecting and you have plenty enough, you know, women or just the feminine energies being like, we don't need you to protect. We don't need you to provide. And men being like, what, well, what do you need me for that? <laughs> uh, you know, right. Yeah. That, that I think this is the, the, the opportunity to do all the things that other generations haven't so that you, your legacy is going to be massively different than the past men in your life. So that your four boys talk about a ripple effect right. when you're the great, great grandfather, you know, I, I 200 years from now, yeah. like, dude, that guy left a legacy of love, acceptance, that everyone is enough, you know, like that's, wouldn't that be cool? The curiosity, oh my gosh. you know, healing. I hope, I hope that that's more what it is. I really, and, and looking to the past though, too, to say thank you and have gratitude for mm-hmm. where you are and mm-hmm. what, where you've come from, mm-hmm. no matter what that, no matter what your relationship was with your dad no matter what that came from or your grandpa or whatever, just being able to look and say, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate what you've given me. Now I'm moving forward in this new direction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have to stay stuck in all the old ways of thinking and right. all the ways of doing things. Right. Look, as everything changes, we get to change for the better too. Mm-hmm. We don't have to accept the old roles and the old, you know, it's so crazy because seven and a half years ago, I came home to work with my wife left my business partners, went in and just said, hey, I love you guys, but my wife's way hotter and we're going to go work together. <laughs> <laughs> Actually probably did say that, yeah, yeah. knowing me. I'm going um, <laughs> to have an affair with my, with my wife. I get to sleep with my boss. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. It's all good. Yeah. Um, so, so I went in seven and a half years ago and I came home at first and it took some time for me to go, what, what is the new me look like? Mm-hmm. You know, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. Laundry dishes. Yeah. Sometimes it does, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it takes carpool. All right. Sign me up, yeah. whatever it takes. Yeah. But you know what my kids know? They know me taking them to school. They know me picking them up from school. Mm-hmm. They know certain things that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I watched my dad leave early in the morning, not taking anything away from my man. My dad is a brilliant sure. man. I love him. Sure. He didn't come to all my games. Mm hmm. I, that's something for me. I said, I want to go to all the games I can go to. Mm-hmm. I want to go to all the activities, not games. And I, I use the ga- term games, but it's like literally like 
my kids really don't actually play a lot of sports, so there's <laughs> not a lot of games. Right. But it's more like drama, and, and they do play, you know, soccer games and stuff when they're yeah. little. And yeah. my second oldest is getting into volleyball, so there's games in that regard now. But yeah. it's like I want to be involved in their lives mm -hmm. to where they know, oh, okay, I'm here. And in a traditional role, if you will, that mm -hmm. didn't exist. Mm -hmm. That dad being involved and i see that a lot more with men now is they're like i want to be involved in my kid's life because mm -hmm. my dad wasn't involved in my life mm -hmm. and it's not that his dad didn't want to be his role at the time societal role and we could go into that that's a whole other topic was go to work right provide come right. home right sit on the couch right watch tv right. whatever it is right so well and uh, what they didn't have just giving you know being fair it's just the opportunities that we have now. Oh my gosh. Right. You know, I yeah. mean, we, we went through a pandemic and yes, there was a lot of turmoil and yet kids were still going to school online. Yep. Families were still providing. It's not like we went into massive unemployment, you know, like people, you know, yes, there was some of that for sure, but we just have opportunities through technology that they didn't have, which is to my point, like this podcast wouldn't, wouldn't have, uh, any chance of surviving if it, if, if it weren't happening now. You know, right. even 30 years ago, it'd be like, who, right. what, like, no one would really be listening. I don't want to listen to these guys talk about their feelings. Yeah. <laughs> nor, nor do I have time because <laughs> right? I have to go yeah. to work, yeah. you know, but we have greater bandwidth. Oh, yeah. You know, the problem just with that greater bandwidth is that there's just a lot more junk yeah. <laughs> that we can fill that bandwidth mm. with. That's the point of being conscious, you know. Otherwise, if you're constantly having, it's like you're surf searching the internet, if you're constantly having pop-up things you know like you're gonna get sidetracked and i do that plenty of times where i'm like okay i'm going online for this especially with facebook <laughs> oh my god i'm gosh. going on to do this one thing Dude, and half hour 10 later. 15 minutes later oh, yeah wow, how are you like good. well 10 15 that's yeah awesome. I, I i try to limit <laughs> it right i'm like where why was i on here what, what, what i have no other what recollection to me i right shut now? it down i kind of find my way i'm like oh yeah that's it that, <laughs> you know I do right that all the time. we all do it <laughs> like, oh but that's boy. but that's a great example of how shiny thing you know it, you can see even like we're all adhd uh, to some uh, degree mustang. yeah yeah, yeah mustang. exactly <laughs> yeah yeah uh oh, but i feel like that's uh, you talk about just in wrapping this this thing up is like you hope that that's going to be your legacy i there's there's not even hope there it's just 100 percent. i can already tell you you've already completely shifted mm. the the ripple effect of you know you've stopped certain generational curses if you will just for I can see what your boys are and met, having met them and, you know, the, appreciate that. The, the relationship you have with your spouse, the relationship you have with your creator, like, do you've already done it. You just, again, if you were to, to not make it home to, tomorrow, mm. you know, you've already. I hope I do, I but knock on wood. Absolutely. We're not guaranteed tomorrow, but <laughs> no, you've already exactly said that. Mean. You've already said, so just know that that's, in many regards, I look at you as you are, you're a king. I appreciate that. But then what's the next level of kingship oh, for you, that. right? What's 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 next? what's next part of the kingdom that you want to create yeah. is my thought, you know? So I just appreciate you being on here, man, coming out, flying out, being being of service oh. to the listeners, to the guys tonight. I'm excited. Just I'm, just, gl I'm glad to be here. Yeah. This is, so I've been thinking about this since we talked the first time. And yeah. It's just like I just knew I needed to come out. I yeah. knew I needed to be here and I'm just so grateful. So yeah, yeah, thank absolutely, you, my friend. absolutely. Thanks for, thanks for being here and, and pouring into the to men selflessly. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun night. It's gonna be a fun night. It's gonna be a fun night. Yeah, we could fun. keep doing this, of course, because uh, I know we've already been <laughs> chatting for three or four hours. Jeez. You know. Yeah. But I gotta go. I gotta go I set up for tonight. I gotta yeah. go change out of this ri ridiculous T-shirt and <laughs> gotta take my puppy and 
go, <laughs> let him go to the bathroom. See, I'm a dad. You're a dad. I can't just think about myself. No, you know? I love it. Yeah. You bringing the puppy tonight? Uh, I thought about it. I, I've got too many moving pieces. Yeah. So I don't know. He's I thought home. about it. It would be kind of cool. When maybe he gets a little bit older, he'll, yeah, he'll be there. Yeah, not right now. No. He's probably too puppyish. Yeah, and he'll be licking oil and. He'll be like <laughs> chewing on peeing everywhere. Yeah, peeing on things and chewing <laughs> on wires and so many wires. I there's bet. too much. That's, that place is not puppy proofed. No, that's for sure. <laughs> not puppy proofed. I'm Ooh. learning. Well, thanks, guys. If if they want to connect with you, if they want to get in touch, keep this conversation yeah. going. If, if if you've said something that really resonates with them, and they want to like further conversation, just one on one, could they reach out to you? Oh, uh, yeah, hit me up. Um, Healthy Johnny on Instagram. Uh, John Fuller on Facebook, Health Revolution on Facebook, Health Revolution Today website, healthrevolutiontoday.com. And uh, what was the very first one? Instagram was what? Healthy Johnny. Healthy Johnny. Healthy J-O-N-N-Y. Exactly. Not with an H. That's me. spell my name with no H. With no no H. Yeah. Yeah. And I do. And there you go. That's how we do it. Love it, brother. That's how we do it. Oh, man. Thanks for being so uh, being be here. here. You bet. You bet. Thanks, you guys, for listening. Hope that was uh, of value, whether you're listening or watching. Um, and until the next Becoming Kings podcast, have an amazing day. That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, Share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, and follow me on Instagram at Johnny King and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.